Welcome back to the Legion of Renob, this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast that, yes, is still happening. I am your host, kind of, Dungeon Manager Your petitions Clark. to shut us down haven't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly haven't tried either. Uh, this is uh, our, another episode of our podcast, just to fill you in on what happened last time with a short recap. Uh, the boys have opened one of the three shrines within the city of Marlana. Uh, the shrine in question was to bring nature back to this part of the desert. The shrine being undone, uh, the magic is now uh, roiling around the city. But the city is still not free from the lack of rain that uh, encroaches within the desert. The gang decided that the best course of action and their community service, so to speak, was to bring life, bring water, bring rain to this part of the desert to get them under, out from under what they call the uh, Water Mafia, which is actually a group of the within the uh, city known as the Grand Clerics. Clerics who produce water for the city and thereby gain a lot of power by doing so. These Grand Clerics weren't particularly pleased uh, by the uh, party's incursion within the shrine area. Some of the Manus were apparently paid off to guard them, uh, and they reported and a, an angelic figure attacked them. Uh, after that, they successfully sort of hid themselves away for the evening, getting themselves a long rest with a professor from the Arcane University called Matumbo. Uh, professor Matumba also uh, hid them away in his apartment, which uh, is still being currently cleaned up from the hoof prints left there by uh, resident centaur. Uh, and the party wakes up the next morning. It is currently uh, fairly early. That's about 6 a.m. Uh, the sun barely crests the city's walls. Uh, and uh, as the party rouses, is there anything that they'd like to do? I would like to destroy a piece of this furniture, whatever is available. Which one? There's an ottoman nearby. I want to uh to become. Become 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 what? Oh no, that was it. Alright, it's time to it's time to go find that other shrine. <laughs> uh so Yeah, I do, I don't need to do anything. Let's let's go shrining. As Manu Manu fourteen sixty nine puts his feet through the ottoman, uh, much to the begrudging uh, looks of the uh, husband of the professor, uh, the professor himself comes through the door. Uh, he appears to be wearing a uh, black face mask and a hood over his head, and over his chest he has a bandoler of different alchemical concoctions. Uh, he takes off his face mask, revealing his uh, black uh, and white peppered beard. So, in terms of what's happening out there, I just want to caution you. You are being looked for. Uh, the Sultan has dispatched guards to try and seek you out, but simultaneously, the Grand Clerics have dispatched their own. So you're being seeked out to try and find out what you're doing and where. The clerics, it appears... Oh my! The shrine, it seems. That's my only theory, unless you have committed several more murders than I am aware of. 
<laughs> Cramwell ripe, wipes his bloody hands on his pants. <laughs> How are they still bloody? You, know, you had a long rest. They're always. I don't. Bloody. You don't sleep blood <laughs> off, Clark. <laughs> I think he just has a lot of cuts on his hands, so he's constantly bleeding. He's just sleepwalking, you know. <laughs> God, that sounds awful. You'd think all uh, of the muffin, uh, all of the. Uh, alcohol in his system would essentially pickle him at this point. <laughs> no, it, it just makes it flammable. <laughs> oh, God. If I if I get near even a barely lit torch or a spark, I just shout flame on so I look more impressive <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Muffins uh, turns to the professor and goes, Oh, golly, they're looking for us. How will we ever be be able to slip past them and th- their amazing skills? I say as I walk around the room, passing out a rock with uh, whatever my change person. What, what's that spell called? Disguise self. Disguise self, and I I hand it to Become everyone. Become another party. person. Except Become another Sherry. Person. <laughs> Become another person. <laughs> Sherry blinks as you don't hand her one, but then just sort of shrugs. Wait, why is Sherry here? Wait, wait, wait I'm kidding. I mean, I was. Sherry's always there. Sherry there? Yes, Sherry is here. <laughs> why are you <laughs> Teleportation here? magic why? didn't work, so she followed us back. <laughs> I came too, like, to, to seek you out. But why? I mean, why? I'm unclear. Shouldn't you be doing God yeah, stuff? You well, us because I wanted day, to bring my team to meet you guys, and uh, I don't really know how to do God stuff yet, so... I'm figuring it out. Kinda. Well, maybe you should get out of here. Well, I was going to suggest a team-up sort of uh, situation. Oh, gross. Yeah, sure. You mentioned your team. Well, introduce us to your team. Sure. I will judge if... Th- what kind of accent was that? Did you just switch the 20s, like, announcer from boxing matches? <laughs> Murdar! Murdar! Wins! I was like, sure, and from l- the blue l- corner, l- l- money, money, uh, money, swift hands. <laughs> they recognize one of the corners as the blue one. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this boxing ring. Is it like <laughs> half red, half I'm, blue, divided across the center? That sounds kind of disorienting. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going purely off of what I heard from uh, Avatar: Legend of Korra and their boxing matches. So. Uh, uh, Sherry uh, ushers in much to the begrudging uh, of Professor Matumbu now this apartment is completely full of people there's a team of five uh, differently dressed people uh, at the edge of the room that enter within Uh, these are uh, my eco-friends this is eco-friend Rad a human with long uh, brown hair wearing a red uh, sort of almost jumpsuit situation uh, sort of looks at you all imperiously. Uh, this is Ecofriend Green, uh, a gnome uh, also here, uh, gives you a hearty wave. Alright, let Yellow. me stop you right and there. The if it's a gnome, we are not interested. <laughs> I understand that we're all, you know, uh, like you can do things too, I guess, but you really can't in real life. So you can go ahead and leave now. Thank you. <laughs> God. The entire 
party, including the professor and his husband, all just look Manu fourteen sixty nine and blink. Listen, I I'm like half me. man, half horse. There's a lot of skill there. All Everyone asshole. else has a skill. The gnome does not have skills to contribute. I'm just saying. I feel like Manu's about to be banished too. <laughs> <laughs> I am confused. Uh, Manu fourteen sixty nine. You said something about real life. Yes, this is real life. This guy is obviously playing pretend that he can do things that are helpful to any group of people. Racism it's, is alive and well in the Manus. I it's see. Very Manu, cute you don't, that he's you don't trying. even know how to sit on a chair. I'm sitting. <laughs> I am sitting on a chair, and I'm sitting with my haunches on the chair, but my legs like on the floor. My front legs on the floor. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the, in fact that sounded pretty racist towards centaur <laughs> i narrow my eyes at him <laughs> gosh a, 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 a vein bulges in sherry's head as she moves on uh this is uh where was i yellow um an elf desert elf uh gives a short curtsy see now this person uh, seems useful manu 1469 God. please shut up uh Purple, uh, a uh, dwarf at the end with a long braided beard. Uh, and now and we're this back is black. to and now we're back to worthless. Oh, <laughs> dwarves and gnomes. Two thirds of your team are fucking terrible. I do not remember <laughs> Manu being this unbearably racist in previous episodes. <laughs> I'll probably stop. I just, it's more Chris carrying on from just I don't like gnomes. They're short and pretty much worthless. <laughs> Rest assured, oh Muffins, this is unfortunately a uh, marker of law enforcement all around the world. We're trying, but it's difficult to get it <laughs> out of their heads. Uh, and this is Black, uh, and eco-friend Black uh, looks familiar to you, Plick Pluck, as the uh, skeletal figure of the man who introduced himself last time as Vicious Death Face. This guy seems uh, like he's useful. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two shrines, right? Sherry says. Well, I figure we might as well get them both knocked out simultaneously. My team isn't wanted so much as yours is. And the sooner that we do the shrine thing, the sooner that I feel like my purpose is complete and I can get the fuck out of here. So what do you guys say? Joint cooperation. Can me and the boys have hell a moment yeah. for a second to discuss this? Oh, I mean, hell, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make a huddle as weird as we possibly can. A lot of our height differences would make a huddle difficult, I would think. Yeah, uh, Manu lays on his side. Uh, I'm doing a handstand. <laughs> Cramwell and Plick Pluck, how are you adding to this huddle? Uh... I have. I'm laying on the ground, looking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing straight like a normal person, but I have both of my arms extended as far as I can reach them, just so people know what I'm all about. <laughs> good, good. The apartment is small as you try and make yourselves a space in the weirdest <coughs> conglomeration possible. Uh, I guess you have some marker of privacy. Uh, so I'm okay with teaming up for them. As much as we dislike Sherry, she's a she's a better person than all of us put together. I'm not clear on who Sherry is, but I don't like her style. 
I don't know exactly what her nature powers are, but I don't want to be on the wrong side of a falling tree when she figures out what she's doing. Here's my thought. What if we just took Sherry and just left the rest? We'll take the red one and the black one, but everybody else can stay. Oh, uh, we shouldn't split the party. I think it would be beneficial, though, for it in combat. We don't have to listen to 10 separate good guy rolls and then probably another 10 bad guy rolls. I will agree with that. What if, okay, I know, uh, play play. I know this is thoughts? out there. What if they all form together to become one uh, a larger eco-friend? Well, then if they betray us, if they're all separated, they can't become a larger one and we can kill them upon betrayal. Yes, but if they betray us, they would be betraying Sherry and once she gets her tree powers, I'm assuming they would uh, have a bush grow out from their organs or something like that. I don't really know how nature works. Yeah, I mean, worst case, if they, like, betray us, they're going to, like, throw flowers at us. We'll just beat the shit out of them. Well, don't blame me when they all <laughs> form together into some kind of Voltron and then they kick our asses because <laughs> y'all didn't want to separate their party. Plick Plick, are you uh, staring at the ceiling glassy-eyed at this moment? Oh, uh, well... All right, you son of a bitch, I'm in. And I do the Predator really buff hand slap. Oh, sure. Uh, Sherry kneels down and returns it. Fine, man. Uh, just so you guys are aware, because some of your mumblings were obvious, because this room is small, uh, we're not going to come with you. Now, if you need me... Oh, what the f- <laughs> No, no. Our entire if conversation you me- was worthless. If you need me, then... Uh, well, why uh, didn't you stop cleric... us if you could hear us? You heard us discussing you for an hour. I wanted to feel you to feel like you were getting the privacy that you asked for, but the same token, I don't want to waste your goddamn time, whoever you are. Well, yeah, you just well, it's a little late for that. Just talk about it. And not in privacy. I'd say it's about two seasons late. No, I think it's uh, two seasons too soon. Sure. Go get Mike Mountain if you want something different. <laughs> Asshole. I wish. We should have used our wish to get Mike Mountain instead. <laughs> Sherry, I, I apologize. I should introduce you to our new friend. This is Mer... No, no, man, man, manuscript. Manuscript 69. <laughs> this is our friend Manuscript. And I point at the center. Okay. <laughs> nice to meet you, Manuscript, despite your comments disparaging my friends i'll try and get along with you as best i can that seems as much as i could ask for that's all you're getting (laughs) so our plan was to go to one of the other shrines uh so i guess it's really up to you uh we'll try and seek out the shrine that we don't know where it is uh i i can sort of suss it out maybe uh or there's one that's under the uh castle that the is guarded by the uh the man the uh, Sultan man. That's right. Sultan guards the other shrine. Do you want to do that one, or you want us to take care of it? The other one's hidden from us, but you might be able to find it. Uh, let's take the Sultan one. He kind of owes us. He loves us. Alrighty. We're growing back his wife. Well, the rest of us will try and go find this second shrine here. Uh, I think that's only fair and probably easier that way because we're not being hunted. <laughs> Like, it seems like you guys Neither are. are we, you? I say, turning into a gnome, <laughs> casting disguise person. 
Nice. Yes, yeah, so we won't stand out at all. I use the scroll and I turn into a uh, man-sized cat that's solid gold and covered in scratches. <laughs> Eye patch over <laughs> one eye. <laughs> is this Catwell or an unrelated no, this giant is, cat? I, I'm future Catwell, also known as Catwell Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Catwell Prime. <laughs> yeah, I would like to transfer myself into a... Uh, it, now I'm standing on my hind legs, and I get giant claws and a big metal mask, and I say, and I'm Metal War Manu 69 Mon. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to keep, like, your general body. So well, that's what I'm saying. I'm I just think on my hind still... legs. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. So you got like your human arms, but then your horse front legs. What? <laughs> you, no, I think he's saying There's human arms. His horse front legs are claws. Yep. And then his back legs are still horse legs. That's correct. But also, I have to have my metal mask on, you know, to complete the. Okay, of course. How? Why would I expect anything different? Metal, metal war. What am I a fool? Yeah, exactly. I would only be the ultimate edition if I only had claws. <laughs> <laughs> pluck, pluck. kind of badass uh, I want to be like the most generic human possible <laughs> okay oh it's me I, you I turn into John like, Johnson uh, but not an elf yeah but like a little bit uncanny valley like I'm a little bit kind of like the stonks guy <laughs> stonks guy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, I, I didn't. I said I was a gnome or a dwarf or whatever, but I I look exactly like Clark. No, oh, <laughs> just exactly like Clark. So show us that fan art. I want to see a badass curse thing and whatever you think Clark looks like, but short. <laughs> it's just like the no, draw a regular size Clark, but then condense it like that Keanu meme where they make him tiny. <laughs> With wide. Shrink it down. Yeah, wide. <laughs> Just very wide. <laughs> All right. The party preps their disguises. The professor uh, nods at the party. Um, he stops to take a look at Cramwell and Manu 1469 and then shakes his head, knowing that he's never going to allow these people back into his apartment ever again. Well, I would look at him and shake my head. Knowing that I'll never allow him back into his apartment ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I will adjourn back to the university and try and gather some strength. I imagine that you will probably need some help. Uh, In the meantime, good luck. And he uh, pushes everyone out of his apartment. I, I would like to help push him out of his apartment. He does not allow you coming. Farewell. I go ahead and the next roll a strength check to push him out with me. Great stuff. <laughs> Great use of the time. The next time I see you, you won't recognize well, me. <laughs> I'm the first one to roll, so you could say I'm helping the party. What'd you get? I'm trying to load my PDF. Hold on. <laughs> Well, it's a 13, but I need to plus my strength. Athletics? There it is. Okay, so 21. 21. Blackjack. It is a tie. Tie goes to the Uh, centaur. That's what they say. The tie actually, I think, does go to the... Does it go to the defender or the attacker? I forget. 
Jolly. You know, it doesn't matter. This is stupid. <laughs> you and the professor have a uh, wrestling match as he tries to push you out of his door. How strong is this uh, fucking professor? Uh, <laughs> He's a secret boss. Uh, stronger than at least your 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 horse half, maybe not the metal claws. As the two of you wrestle outside, uh, you hear a click uh, from the lock as the uh, husband of the professor locks the door behind you too, and you hear a sigh from behind the door. He's under attack! Get back in there! (laughs) Alright, I guess this is what we're doing, the professor says, brushing himself off after you successfully pushed him out of his own goddamn (laughs) That's all I wanted. Very normal. Excellent. Uh, he starts making his way towards the university and leaves the rest of the party here, next near the market district. Today, Chris was reminding me of like when you're in like eighty hours of the same game and you're kind of sick of the lore, so you rob a guy and then go back to him and return his stuff so you can finish the quest afterwards. Yeah, that sounds. That actually, sounds pretty accurate. Uh, you guys are back outside in the city of Marlin now. The city is waking up at this moment. Maybe 20, 30 minutes have passed since you guys started conversing with Sherry. Um, uh, the sun is barely cresting over the city's walls, and you can see in the far distance the side of the city in which you had created uh, life once again, which is sort of almost like a, a shooting from the city itself, though hasn't touched the city yet. You can see some a few clouds drifting lazily overhead, and you can see the edge of what appears to be a peak of a mountain, maybe a mm, hundred miles from here. Uh, how does the party proceed? Straight to the palace? I think straight there. Why we waste go, time? We gotta go straight to the palace. We're okay. running out of time. All right. <laughs> uh, as you reach... Uh, the canals of the city in the market district, you notice that they are uh, lacking somewhat. They're not completely run dry, but the canals themselves appear to not have been replenished this morning, maybe missing two feet of water. You can't actually reach the boats from your current position. You will have to try and get down there as the boats are now being uh, sort of lifted by their tie-offs. Um, the party is able to do so eventually as you guys take a vessel and start making your way down the canal. Uh, you hear footfalls. The city is somewhat quiet and is, uh, reserved. It's breathing, uh, is, is sort of, uh, shallow as it doesn't have the same sound as it did the day before. Uh, A lot of people are somewhat skeptical, trying to go about their business as usual, but this sort of change, this somewhat obvious change, uh, is definitely making its effect on people. As you see merchants uh, struggling to get their goods onto the docks as the canals have uh, gone two feet deeper than they were. Um, The party proceeds normally. Uh, You do see some guards on the way as you make your way towards the city center. Uh, and you see the guards are being flanked by a massive creature. Uh, the creature in question appears to be humanoid with ivory skin. It's about 10, maybe 15 feet tall and wears a crown of uh, laurels 
around its head. Oh, the worst it's character in Arrow, I swear. <laughs> Someone forgot All about Felicity. All I can Felicity. picture now is a crown of like, kind like probably like an averagely above attractive face, but not as much so as pretty much yeah. everyone else in the show. There's a lot of laurels around a crown. And then, like, one's an evil twin, is... one's a, one's kind of a half-rate superhero who dies. This is amazing. This is possibly the worst joke on our show of all time. <laughs> like, I, I hope everyone is taking oh, notes. There is 1% of the audience that will get it, and 0% that will find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's from Arrow, so now I have a higher chance of someone finding it funny. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I agree with Winston. This one's getting joke, an award. Please email. Don't write that down. <laughs> LegionRenob at gmail dot com. Please write in if you found that I funny because your... I need I need to meet you. <laughs> I made you eat those words. This <laughs> way, it's just I, I at this point I can't even imagine that anyone who writes it in isn't actually Chris trying to back himself up. Uh, so, I don't even no, know how to write it. too in. good. I get texts from him. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't even know how to write it. Uh, <laughs> laurels um, is sort of any number of shrubs or other plants with dark green glossy leaves. Have you guys ever seen uh, that meme this... that's like, <laughs> those kids would be, re- it's like Hank, the king of the hill, and he's it's like, those kids would be really upset if they knew how to read. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I gotta find something for our podcast that involves that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, so you see the guards, obviously not dressed in the uh, palace's colors. Uh, maybe guards or mercenaries hired by a grand cleric that are being led by one of these creatures. Um, it is unclear exactly what it was, as you guys haven't seen one before in person so far as I'm aware. Uh, the party proceeds, however, on the canals not being stopped by this creature or the guards in question because of their disguises. How long does the disguise self last, Winston? Don't make me read my spells. <laughs> you... Uh, disguise self, 5e. You little devil! You made me read my spells! <laughs> <laughs> it lasts for an hour. Uh, so it does not last the entirety of the trip. <laughs> uh, it takes it does take more than an hour to get to the city center, as previously established. So what is your? Then I pass out another rock. <laughs> How long does it take to infuse these rocks? Oh my god! Make me read it again. I imagine one you... action. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll just take it. Does it cost you a spell slot to do so? Uh, I imagine Stop reading the rules. First no, God, it's important that you use bleed. your spells correctly. This is a very good idea to get you out of this situation and possibly safely to the castle. But uh, you gotta follow what the spell says. Fuck you, Chris. You know what the spells do. You had spells for a while. Spells. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's a spell? Clark holds up a sign at the poster at Chris, <laughs> a poster that says "Read your spells at Chris" and then "King of the Hill." Me. <laughs> <laughs> that kid would be really upset if he knew how to read. <laughs> okay, I uh yeah, I I will cast it again and that means I have one spell slot left in my cantrips. So everyone use this wisely. <laughs> I've got I've got a backup, so 
Um, okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, you guys huddle around Muffins under an overhanging bridge as he re-ups your disguised self and you continue into the city proper. Um, you reach a small ladder in the canal uh, near the city center and you uh, proceed up it. You are now in, fr- in front of the Kaliv Fustaba, uh, the uh, massive group of onion-shaped buildings with the large keyhole doors, maybe three directly in front of you and possibly more behind that. Uh, it is being guarded uh, by the royal guards themselves. Uh, these are the uh, snake ladies with the six arms. Uh, there are two up front and several other humanoid cities gar- city guard in front of them. As a matter of fact, this seems to be a place where the guard are conglomerating at the moment in order to protect the palace from what's currently happening. How does the party wish to proceed into the castle? Are you going to stealth this out? Are you going to try and sneak in to try and find this? Or are you going to attempt an audience with the sultan himself and uh, get his permission? Can we hold an uh, impromptu rally? Yeah, and then we could just, like, send all of our uh, insane followers over and they could just, like, bust in. <laughs> I, I uh, may no. have an idea, but I'll have to go in alone. I think this is too soon. <laughs> Maybe a little too soon. <laughs> Maybe a little what, too what soon. What an original idea. When are we recording this, by the way? <laughs> yeah, this will be released, like, five years from now when we're, like, all living in ashes and, like, going, wow, that really was a bad joke. <laughs> Dylan is what still crazy... working on the podcast with the power provided by a solar panel attached to a van. It's like Fallout. You still need radio stations to keep people motivated. <laughs> uh, so, um, you guys really don't have insane followers so far as I know. Uh, I do have my the quote-unquote backup to the disguise thing could be like just a kind of a insta-win card. Well, you so, can you can talk to the party and see about suggesting. Yeah, yeah. Why, why don't you say words? What's up, Flick Boy? Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, you know we're playing with these rocks right now, but I could do. Uh, we could just take a little bit of a skiddly do into the ethereal plane and just you know walk, walk right there, walk right through these folks, walk right through the walls. Uh, you know. wow, that's a. I think that's a pretty good idea. Do you know like what's on the other side of the wall? Absolutely not. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm all for that. That seems that seems like a good stealthy how, way to how get long, in. How, how much? How much longer does this disguise last? How how much? How how long has it been since we touched the rock again? Uh, I'll say you have probably around fifteen more minutes. Fifteen minutes. Can I get into the castle and meet with the Sultan in that time? It's very possible if you're able to get an audience with him. Oh, I think I, I think I got. It. <laughs> All right, Plick Pluck, why don't you uh, put us through that wall? What are you doing, Plick Okay, but uh, this, this is going to last like eight hours, so, you know, we could probably just walk, forget the Sultan, just walk straight there. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Just keep walking? So, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to step on no Cramwellian foots, you know what no, I'm no, saying? No, no, it's okay. When this doesn't work, I have a plan B. <laughs> 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 All right, I, I'm gonna uh, spend my eighth level spell slot to cast Etherealness. At eighth level. Uh, okay. This basically says you step into the border regions of the Ethereal Plane. In this area, 
in the area where it overlaps with your current point. You remain in the border ethereal for the duration or until you use your action to dismiss the spell. During this time, you can move in any direction. If you move up or down, every foot of movement costs an extra foot. Uh, you can see and hear the plane that you originated from, but everything there looks gray, and you can't see anything more than 60 feet away. Uh, while on the ethereal plane, you can only affect and be affected by other creatures on that plane. Creatures that aren't on the ethereal plane can't perceive you and can't interact with you unless a special ability or magic has given them the ability to do so. Uh, you ignore all objects and effects that aren't on the ethereal plane, allowing you to move through objects you perceive on the plane you originated from. Uh, when the spell ends, you immediately return to the plane you originated from in the spot you currently occupy. If you occupy the same spot as a solid object or a creature when this happens, you are immediately shunted to the nearest unoccupied space that you can occupy and take force damage equal to twice the number of feet that you were moved. It has no effect if you're casting it while you're already on the ethereal planes or uh, in outer planes. And I'm casting it at 8th level which lets me target up to three willing creatures including myself uh, for each spell slot. Uh, above the seventh, so I'm going to target the three other boys, and then we can wow. zip into the Frodoverse. Okay, <laughs> the, Fro- the Frodoverse, legally distinct, <laughs> legally distinct Frodoverse. You can't copyright a name. So, what does this spell look like? There, like, what? How do you cast it? Uh, I I literally T pose, <laughs> and then I start no clipping through the floor. <laughs> 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 oh wow, what a great speedrun strat. <laughs> Alright, um and while in the ethereal plane you still have to walk? Uh I think you like kind of float. That's what it sounds like anyway, because you can move in any direction, so it, it literally feels like you're going into the console commands and just like no clip <laughs> disable collision. Uh so um flick pluck T poses. Uh and uh as he does so he clips through you guys. And you all feel yourselves become lighter. Uh, the uh, area around you becomes a mark of gray. It washes over like an old movie. Uh, the only difference being each of the creatures in question in front of you get motes of light that you can see within their chests. And these motes are different colors. The uh, ones coming out of the royal guards are bright red the ones coming out of the uh, uh, the spirit or the uh, the regular town guards or the uh, desert elves that work as manus or uh, etc. Uh, passing by marketeers are bright white. Uh, the sky uh, above you uh, has this very strange roiling, rumbling feel now. Uh, there are no clouds, but yet it still moves like they are. And you can see far, far, far in the distance a massive creature with several eyes and large crab claws moving throughout the sky, unimpeded. Uh, this creature wasn't there before, and uh, I imagine at this point Plickpluck probably explains what the fuck he did to you guys. Or are you just going to let them live in ignorance? Oh, oh yeah, uh, this is a different plane, so you get all kinds of weird riffraff in here. That guy's probably just going to work. <laughs> I thought De- I thought Delta Blue had the worst planes. Hello, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you can see the massive crab-like behemoth does have a large tie on, so Click Pluck is probably correct as he busily makes his way across this <laughs> going to interdimensional work. Uh, this, is, this is interdimensional commute. It's yeah. not the only creature that you, d- <laughs> that you did not see before. There are several other shades. Uh, these strange creatures, a humanoid in shape, uh, moving about the plane in question, not paying you guys any mind. One does look at you curiously, but goes on the rest of his day, uh, uh, moving past you into the palace in question. Uh, strange, almost fish-like creatures. These are very colorful, despite the gray area. Uh, sort of swim around the sky in question. They're translucent, and they're not quite fish. They don't have mouths or eyes, but they are pointed and they do move around the area in question. Uh, you can see that the city is full of these lights that are coming off these creatures' chests, these very strange... Oh, so... Trains. And then there's the interdimensional train, don't forget that. The crab creature gets into his uh, commuter train and puffs a sigh of relief as it finally leaves. He's not late for work today. Um, and that's where you guys are at. Um, it seems like the area around you, the, the creatures are moving somewhat slower. It's maybe not slower, but they're moving at less frames per second, almost. Uh, almost a blur in their movements. And you're here. What do you do? All right. I suggest oh, 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 if we're, we're going to go for the castle, uh, Maybe we still give them a wide, wide, uh, wide berth because we just don't want to be coming across any like magical, stupid amulets or any of that kind of crap. <laughs> uh, so, or, well, what do you mean by stupid amulets? Like, don't just jump to the throne room. Yeah, you don't. I have a feeling there's probably some wizard in there somewhere who's like got some kind of I can see into the ethereal plane mumbo jumbo. Let's just, like, sink into the floor, like, 50 feet, and then we could just go forward from there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. So, Clark, we do that. Sure. Uh, so, after uh, finding the... Uh... Um, what's it called? Combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. No, you just find a uh, multicolored bug and you start jumping off of it backwards and suddenly you shoot through the floor. Uh, and your your whole... Uh, uh, it's the uh, scuttle bug, that's right. You find the scuttle bug. Uh, and you, you just move straight down 50 feet. Is that yeah, right? That seems safe. Straight down and then forward towards the palace. I assume there's some kind of basement or something. Sure. Uh, are you holding hands to keep together? Let's see if sure. there's a reason to do so, so long as you're within 60 feet. Because the moment you get into the floor, everything is darkness. Well, I think that the way that it works... Uh, let me read this. You can move through these as if they were nothing, but you still can't see through them, so far as I can tell. Everything looks gray, and you can't see anything through. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. So, yeah, why not? We can hold hands. Okay, kids, don't yeah. get lost at the mall. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pluck Pluck takes the lead as he leads you all through a jaunt through the ethereal plane. Your body's moving as if made out of sweet, sweet molasses. Uh, you sink into the ground in question. 10, 20, 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet, your closest approximation. It is all darkness and blackness. Uh, you move through what appears to be an old sewer system at about 20 feet, but you continue moving straight down after that. Um, and then you start moving forward until you reach something. Uh, it takes maybe another 100 feet as you move into the palace. Uh, and uh, you come into a place of magnificently large gears. Gemstones shine off the wall and shine with that very same light that you seem to see in people. Uh, that bright white light shines every maybe 30 feet uh, hanging from a wall, almost as if a torch imbuing this place with bright light. Uh, and you see you are on a edge, a ledge of some kind. Uh, and further in, it sort of goes downwards into a slope. And within that slope, you can see it. You are here already. The shrine is in front of you, maybe about a hundred feet away. Oh, that was easy. Indeed. Almost too easy. Three easy. Three easy. Three the catch. Four uh, easy. You know, we are all uh, in the legally distant, uh, distinct Frodoverse right now, but... Uh... You know, that object is not in the Frodoverse. We're going to have to come out of the Frodoverse to, you know, do the work. Uh, as, yeah. As Plick Pluck explains this to you, you hear a clattering noise from inside the non-Frodoverse TM. Uh, and approaching you is a skeletal robot uh, coming up from where the shrine is. It appears to be one of a similar make that you saw before. The kind whose eyes you uh, put into your dinosaur. Who I will also mention, Muffins, is not here. You could not take him into the Frodoverse with you, as we can only bring the three boys with us. No! So with what is he boat. doing out there? Uh, he is currently standing in the boat, traffic. unclear on where you guys exist. No, poor puppy! Oh. <laughs> My baby's worried about me! <laughs> um... Uh, the robot clatters towards you. Uh, it appears to be sort of surrounded by these strange, colorful fish. Uh, and uh, it stops maybe 30 feet from your location and looks up, its eyes blinking with strange lights in their eyes. And then it falls. Uh, and from the robot in question, a humanoid figure emerges, made out of pure light, much like the same that you saw in these bodies that you were above. Uh, it has these... It does its best to form itself into a shape. Uh, it appears to be male, possibly, uh, with uh, very thin arms and legs. The only thing distinct about it were uh, is a set of two elvish ears and for whatever reason, it formed a set of spectacles to fit on the bridge of its almost non-existent nose. Oh, I... Hello there. Uh, sorry, uh, I have not seen anyone in quite a while. 
who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? He says. Who's asking? Sorry. Yes, I suppose that is the niceties I should provide. Uh, he forms what he can into a bow. This ethereal creature sits on the same plane as you, as far as you can tell. The name is Vishnar Eternal. And, uh, so you, you were hanging out within that robot? Uh, a bit. It does not know that I am in there. Just a little piece of me. I am dead, unfortunately. But a little piece like- sits in every one of my creations. Many of which I believe... Oh, you... You have killed. Oh, you, you, you've you made the robots. Hey, I'm a fellow robot creator. Great job. I can tell. I can sense the cons- construct far away from here that you created. I'm quite impressed by its construction. Uh, using Ooh, every bit you. that you can is always something that I enjoyed as well. A lot of my creatures take a very uh, material shape. I am, you as, as well have the soul of an artifabrian, so I am pleased to make your acquaintance, and I wish we could share notes, but unfortunately I no longer have hands. Hey, so all right, baby, I'm artifabulous. <laughs> uh, he laughs to himself um, and puts his hands behind his back. So, I understand that you have been upending these shrines, most of you. Though you, he points at uh, Manu War Greymon, you are new. <laughs> I know what? He, he points at you, Centaur Man. I know. The spell fades around this point as well, uh, undisguising yourselves. Oh. oh. What, uh, what purpose have you here? You are a man of the city, yes? He asks you, Manu. Uh, ask me again later. I gotta think about it. What my purpose is. Basically, I was more or less fired. I was more or less fired. I was assigned to these guys. They seem to be doing stuff in general. And I'm just kind of along for the ride. I don't really know what's going on. I got four legs. I'm racist. Who wants to (laughs) Racist? Racist? I I like all races. I just find some more useless, like gnomes. And dwarves. So what? Uh, ghost, you hang out in the ethereal plane? I thought you would go on to, like, uh, you know, celestial... Or... Unfortunately, I wish that this was the case, but many of my constructs still wander these planes. Some of them are intelligent, but none of them are me. He looks at these sad, crumpled robots on the floor. You have defeated many of them. But unfortunately, there's no way that you'd be able to find them all. Many of them have been taken from the desert as oddities to different countries. I am here now, and we'll probably be here till... The end. I don't think you can get much more dead, my dude. Yes, well, once (laughs) Renab and maybe the entire broiling sea crash over us, and we are all destroyed by some apocalyptic confrontation... Then maybe, maybe then I will move on. But until then, those pieces of me will be scattered around. I whisper to Muffins, oh great, he's one of those conspiracy theorists. You ever get so nihilistic that you wish for death beyond death? <laughs> I actually calculated the world's end not too long ago. Two months, maybe. I felt the on- approaching of the horsemen. I heard their gallops. 
But the world yeah, did I'm not standing end. next to one of them. Hey yo, hey yo. Wait, hold on. Hey yo. Are you a horseman of the apocalypse? He looks at Manu. I doubt it. He shrugs. Regardless, I'm just here to ask your intentions. What are they? What purpose have you on undoing this magic? Do you even know why the magic was put down in the first place? I'm not a fan of these moral greys, but, uh, you know, we want water for the desert. It's an unfair monopoly right now that's being controlled by some monopolizers. That's what we're doing here? And, Holy uh, shit. Return yeah. the water back Fuck to the, the patriarchy. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. The mote of light nods thoughtfully. Indeed. Well, that makes some semblance of sense. I suppose if this place were still populated, then someone would want control over the population. Though I wonder why people settled here in the first place. Hundreds, thousands of years ago, maybe at this point, it was a lush jungle paradise. And then, well, war happened. Many people fought over this desert, and many people died over it. So much so that it was heart-wrenching to see. So myself and my wife, we decided to set these shrines down. Long, long ago. I think you might have met her already. I swear to God, if the next word out of your mouth is howdy. (laughs) Howdy? Yes. Or hey, y'all. Oh, oh, no, no. So, uh, who who is it? Uh, You probably don't know her by name, as that's lost, but uh, she is known as the Nemesis. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop messing with us. Very funny, very funny. (laughs) Now, who is she? (laughs) This is... Not a goof. Howdy, as it were. Classic Artifabiser prank. I, b- believe me, we did this all the time at my fraternity. We'd be like, oh, it's the Demi-Lich. Oh, the Demi-Lich gave you that wedgie. It was me. Yeah, tell it me. It was me, Muffins. Muffins I, I gave always... you that wedgie back. <laughs> Muffins, tell me. You are an artificer, artificer, or artifabrian. How do you pronounce you know, it? All of the above, baby. I prefer to go by crafter. I do some crafting with girlfriends on weekends after Bunko. Arts and crafter. Professionally. (laughs) (laughs) Muffins makes macaroni painting. Uh, Well, so so wait, what the Demi-Lich do? Uh, Married me. What what do you mean? Oh, so uh, would you say it was like a happy marriage? What what was your relationship with your wife uh, leading to your final days? How do you feel about it? He ponders this. Uh, he puts one strange, not quite a finger, up to his lips. Touches it a few times. To his not quite lips. It's hard to tell exactly. I was very much eaten up by my work. But these shrines ultimately were of my design, but I was never able to set them before my death. They were never completed, unfortunately. At least by me. Seems like the rest of it was filled in with necrotic magic. And how do you feel about that? Hmm, not good. An artificer's work, you don't like to see people filling in the holes with things that shouldn't go there. You don't want to see them <laughs> I mean, a lot of fields we don't like to see that, I'll be fair. <laughs> the blueprints should have stayed blueprints, and my wife should have 
to hide along with me long ago. But she did not choose this route. My sons, insane, one of which formerly ruled the land of eternal, I guess, is what it's called now. Oh, motherfucker, this damn lineage keeps coming back to fuck us! <laughs> <laughs> so the King Eternal is the, the son of the Demi-Lich and this Vishnu Eternal guy. Sorry, Vishnar 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 Eternal and the Demi-Lich are the parents of the King Eternal. Indeed. So why was these set up in the first place? What was the the goal of these shrines. I mean, are they functioning the way that you want them to, or is this death of the greenery a whole side effect you didn't intend? Oh, well, uh, Master Plickpluck, it's a good question. Master. We were trying to find solutions to the problem of this land. It was my wife's and I where we settled so many thousands of years ago once we took a ship over the roiling sea to escape, let's say, mastery over the Fey. You see, the high elves here, such as myself, and many of the elves in this area, lose their connection to the Feywild, a place which always haunts us with its wild magic. So, some of us left our original homeland and settled here. Uh, the place that we settled was our home. This place was beautiful, cultivated, it seemed, by a goddess herself. A woman, I believe you know, by the name of Melora. Though I no longer feel her for some reason. He taps his lips again. It was her masterwork. This land was fertile, beautiful, resources aplenty. Oh, yeah, we settled here long before. <laughs> <laughs> Just mumble that. <laughs> oh yeah, she's dead. Uh. <laughs> but once the other settlers, the humans, the dwarves, gnomes, orcs, even these pigwakes, learned of this land, they all started fighting over it. It was a paradise for everyone who lived here, and they, while well, we originally invited them, Willingly, lovingly, bring them into our Sexually. home. In some cases. Ooh, some cool, a cool swinger couple. I dig it. Half elves were common back yes! in the original days. <laughs> <laughs> we made it! He, uh, Vishnor the That's all the centaurs have. He does like a double point over to Cromwell after he does that yes thing. They were common enough, but we were eventually drowning in the blood of everyone who came to claim this place. The other lands in this area were nowhere near fertile like this one. They all had their own different intricacies that caused them to have downsides. The Kitlings, for example, though their warfare did not last long, maybe 20 years... They we're come so from fucking a good at it. Cleaned it up quick. Oh yeah! Unfortunately not. <laughs> but come, they come from a frozen <laughs> tundra. They thought that this place was more suited to their tastes, and they fought with what they had. But they did not have much. Their population is much smaller than wood elves, the orcs, who eventually also fled this land. So, we tried to devise ways to keep outsiders off of them. We created these 
machines that you see often that I created in order to repel them. They were... There were a lot more than there are now. You might say an entire army of them. And then, all of a sudden, they all almost all perished. I'm not sure what did it, but the machine stopped working. Our defenses crumbled, so we came up with the idea to control the land. We would control a small swath of the fertileness, and the rest we'd leave as plantive desert. There'd be nothing to fight over, but unfortunately I took ill. In my 600th year of life, I passed on from this world, at least most of me. So I was never able to complete this work. My wife, apparently grief-stricken, sent away our children to live in the land of eternal autumn and did her duty <laughs> duty in her own way. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Yes. No, 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 no I didn't say no. anything. No, not you, not you. Sorry, I must have dreamed it. There's a lot of weird things going on in this uh, legally distinct zone. Ah, yes, the Frodo zone. No, no, no! I don't recall Frodo being mentioned. Uh, well, yeah. Crazy stuff happens. War. Um, the shrine. Uh, your wife. Uh, somewhat uh, cool if we if we mess with that shrine, dude. And I am in no condition to stop you personally, but another piece of me will likely try. Can you turn it off? No. Sorry. Please? How about, like, you want to tell us a weak spot? Maybe. I have one more question for you. Boxers. What's up? Do you believe that you have the power to control this land and stop the warfare from occurring again? Yeah, Can perhaps, you unite yes. the peoples to live here peacefully without the constant need of struggle? Do you believe you have that power? Because I don't yeah. think that you do, but I am willing to hear another argument that will teach me elsewise. Yeah, I think we could do it. We've, we've basically done everything we set out to accomplish. Uh, I think we are the only people to climb the Wish Tower in, like, centuries. Um, what, what are some of our accomplishments, fellas? We, we, I mean, we changed the whole world. <laughs> we, uh, the pegwigs were all like, oh, no, don't, don't get rid of the shrine, and because that will, like, ruin our, our lives, because we need the sand. Guess what? Now they have a resort. Their economy has been revitalized. <laughs> we can do whatever we put our mind to. People doubt us every step of the way. They just say, you're a bird, you're a cat, you're a drunk, you're a horrifying racist monster. Yeah, man who is not a knocking drunk. it out of the park. <laughs> Every single thing that's come up to us, it's been knocked to the floor and dead four times over. You questioning us? I'm going to question you. <laughs> you think you are questioning us? I don't know, but I'm upset now. You're yelling, you're yelling. We can do it. What it is has yet to be determined, but when it comes up, we will do it! And, and we can Martin's all do it because we have our number one supporter with us at all times, Murd Flickblock! Passion. So what does he think of that speech? That jaw-dropping, like, uh, 
Independence Day level speech. Uh, roll a uh, let's say persuasion check. This is definitely an attempt to persuade. Rough stuff. What'd you get? Uh, wait, is it possible I have a plus thirteen persuade? Mm, I'd say that's difficult. What's possible? You'd have to have I guess. like then a sixteen. Sixteen. Um, the the strange elven light uh, blinks, and he wipes off his spectacles and puts them back on. Well, I still do not believe that you have everything necessary for this, but I can see that you are at least passionate. Very well, I will tell you about a chink in the armor. Uh, the shrine in question, he turns to it. Once you start the proceedings, you will likely be attacked by one of my greatest creations. At least one of the greatest that is violent. It will likely disrupt the entire city in its own way. Uh, he looks back at you. In terms of destroying it, the best way to do so is from within. Any attacks on the exterior will be rebuffed for the most part. Uh, he, The glasses off his face disappear as the moat begins to slowly fade. I wish you good luck. I hope that it all works out. I will be here watching, but not interfering. I feel like we could have just walked past this dude, saved an hour of our lives. All right, let's get going. <laughs> I was just thinking how funny it would be if I just dismissed the spell mid-conversation. Because it's only a material <laughs> plane and pop back to the material plane. <laughs> Hello. My, my name is Oh, wait, Vishnu. hang on. I, I still have Oh, you're gone. <laughs> oh, they left. <laughs> He's gone. All right, I think we make our way through the ethereal plane, legally distinct, to the shrine. Okay. You make your way down the slope in this massive house of gears and cogs to the shrine. We're going to find out, like, ethereal plane only lasts ten minutes, and it was that dude was just stalling us. (laughs) So what are your thoughts on it? And he's like, oh, let me take a long pause. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, so are we at the shrine yep. covered in gears? You made it. You are still in the Frodoverse TM. All right, everyone right, assume combat positions and be prepared to get out of the legally distinct Frodo zone. <laughs> All right, what, what's the that, combat gonna... position? I don't know. Uh, there is, it's uh, it's sort of tiered like an upside-down ziggurat. Um, not like the massive one in Tony's White Plume Mountain campaign. Uh, there is a single slope that travels from the top of the uh, the sort of landing that you're in. You see that there is a stairwell not far from where you appeared from, maybe about 30 feet down the road. Uh, this place is currently surrounded by these um, gemstone lights, bathing the room in this sort of calm yellow light, though you can't really see it yellow as bright right now as you skip past the entire goddamn place. Anyway, uh, uh, elsewise, uh, it's about five feet, uh, a five feet foot leap off every tier of this ziggurat situation. Um, and you don't see the creature that he told you was probably guarding this place. Though he did say it probably would show up. Is there like any dark corner or is it completely? Completely lit. This place is bathed in this light. Well, I'm going to float on over to like just a corner. 
on one of the higher tiers. Quickbook is more of a rangey guy anyway. Okay, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll uh I'll take another corner because I also I misread my spells because I still don't have my old sheet because of the pandemic, and that was my old non-upgraded muffins. I got spell slots for days. <laughs> nice. I will accept that. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm in the other corner aiming my fingers because I got a finger of death and irresistible dance waiting for whatever stupid robot comes out. <laughs> I am the elder god. Well, how about you dance for us? <laughs> dance, motherfucker. I'm gonna stand dead center. Okay. Because yeah. you have to do the thing. The thing. I mean, anyone can do it, Makes but sense. I, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have one hand pointed pointed out, <laughs> and then two fingers um, from the other hand touching my forehead, so it looks like I teleported here with my mind. <laughs> 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 Nothing personnel, kid. Is this what chaos control is? All right. Is and this chaos control? Are we actually fighting anything? Or are we all just talking about? Oh, something might show up when we. Yeah. I guess I'll just pro- I'll just do the horse version. Well, the metal war gray horse version of the Karate Kid crane move with the kick. <laughs> Sounds like it's gonna be a pretty humongous thing, but what'd you say? Have to get in, it sounds Don't, like it's gonna be a pretty huge thing if we have to get in it to like destroy it. We may be positioning and it might just like you know lift up through the floor and be enormous, <laughs> or it might be the city, the city itself. Stinks. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all in position. I'm gonna clip my click my fingers and. Zoop us back to reality. Alright, yeah, let's all get ready to beat up a robot. We're pretty good at it by this point. Alright. Um, you guys begin uh, as, as you snap your fingers, returning to the plane. You see this room now bathed in light. Uh, and Cramwell sitting in front of the shrine as he just instant transmissioned in front of it, uh, uh, sees the glowing words now in the bright purple color that they are on these shrines that are unworked. Uh, Manu's not standing too far, uh, and you guys, both Cramwell, or both Plick Pluck and Muffins, are standing about mm, 30 feet away uh, from the shrine in question. Uh, do you start undoing the Of course. There, Grandma? You think we, uh... Maybe we should message the other team to see where they're at with their shrine. That's good. Do we have a, an orb? <laughs> I have nothing. I was wondering if you had any magic that would, like, be able to do that, like sending or something. Uh, I'm you, not huge on magic. You guys actually do have an orb that used to go to no. Melora. I thought we destroyed Ooh. that. I rubbed the orb. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're stabbing the demi-lich. I think it actually was destroyed by Melora. Oh, maybe it is. It's in my inventory. Oh, you have it? I taped it back. Oh, Oh, you guys stole another one. That's right. (laughs) Okay, it's been a minute. 
Sorry, fans, if this is incorrect, but we'll go ahead and just say yes. Uh, you rub the, the orb flick pluck to uh, speak to Melora. I toss it I over. I don't to want. <laughs> Put Cramble, this thing back where it came from, or so help me. I don't want this. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, rolling sleight of hand. That's gonna be a uh, sleight of uh, eleven. Eleven. Uh, you caught the orb. <laughs> you did not break against the stones. <laughs> All right, I guess I rubbed the orb. Uh, uh, howdy, y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> rubbing again. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I point, I point at the shrine, and I go, "Is that you, Crammel? Check us out as I lean against it with one arm, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking a selfie. Oh, nice. Well, you gotta start saying the words, and then I'll have to undo the thing. Uh, uh, we did find where this second shrine is. We're currently on the way to it as we speak. It's currently sort of like upside down on the bottom of the city. So, uh, thankfully, Mister uh, the the uh, eco friend Black knows how to float oh, us man. down there. So we're we could have done way. the cool mission. Instead, we did the space ghost mission. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of was the speed run where where we were supposed to go through a whole dungeon and probably have we adventures. We might have to run it backwards, let's be honest. Through a wall. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only have well, one start saying slot. the words and I'll arrive. Uh, probably uh, my party's probably got some folks to fight here in a little bit, so uh, uh, we'll be busy. But uh, you just let me know when I should show up, you know, do the prayer thingy or whatever. Well, uh, God rest their souls, and I'll see you in a minute. And then I see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I read the uh, I read the wall. All right, uh, you start to read. Uh, it is some more poetry about nature that you're reading. Uh, this this one appears to be much more constructed than the other ones. This shrine, while not too different from the others, does not have a stone dais on top. Instead, it's got a large. It's almost like an obelisk poking out from its surface. Um, as you begin to read the words, uh, you get through the first sentence, and the walls around you begin to shake. Uh, they rumble, and the floor below your feet rumbles as well as the room begins to expand outwards. Uh, the... Uh, a staircase gets quickly obstructed as the walls begin to rotate in a large circle, and you are all pushed back. Everyone, roll me a, a constitution saving throw to keep your feet, please. Oh, no, uh, that's going to be uh, 18. Do I get advantage because I have four feet? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got a net, a net one. Okay. 27. 27. I got a 17. Does that work? I got yep. an 18. What'd you get, Cramwell? Uh, muffins. Uh, as the, uh, the strange ziggurat begins to separate and push you upwards, you find yourself knocked off of it. Uh, your claws clinging to its edge as it begins to, as the room begins to widen. Uh, Cramwell, you are pushed back 
as the floor begins to lift up and around you, as everyone's position sort of gets uh, pushed back maybe 30 feet and then rotated around the room. The room widens maybe an additional 100 feet as the uh, shrine begins to lift into the air. Uh, attached to the shrine, you see a face. Uh, that of constructed steel and stone. And it begins to piece together as the massive sphinx appears. The shrine sticking out of its head like a unicorn horn. Uh, the cat uh, humanoid eyes flicker open and are filled up with arcane energy. And it roars a loud roar. Everyone roll for initiative. I, I, okay, I'm re-rolling. I got a yeah, nat one 15. again. This AI is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in pepperoni. I got a 13. I rolled a 15. I didn't know that Muffins was a halfling. Uh, 11. <laughs> yeah. Halfling, half man. <laughs> so stupid. What a stupid <laughs> show. God, we suck. Grandma, what'd you get? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. You big <laughs> bunch of stupid morons. I know we're terrible, but our Patreon content <laughs> is really good. That's where Grandma, we're what, What'd you get for initiative? Patreon.com slash Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Uh, what is your dexterity modifier? Uh, dexterity modifier? Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, plus one. Alright, what's yours, Plick Plick? My dex mod is... Okay, uh, cool. Plus five is the raw right. dex mod. And now I am rolling for the Andro space. Alright, you guys best consider yourselves goddamn lucky. His ass is going last. Next week on the Legion of Renob. Yes, let's fight the Andro Sphinx next time. You can cut this or put this at, at the after credits, especially because this is a big gap. Clark, this picture of you looking like stoned outside of a, a strip strip mall is like my favorite picture of all time. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Oh, good time for the train to come by. Uh, good time for the train to come by is in the middle of the action sequence. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, well. oh, these are great. Was Clark supposed to look like Bane in that last picture? He kind of does. I think it's his uh his beard kind of looks like the mask. Well, the, that and then his uh his like shirt has like those stripy things that Bane has. Oh yeah, and yeah, the tank top kind of looks like the vest oh. too. Oh wow, it's a casual Bane cosplay. <laughs> Fashion icon Clark. Alright, I'm ready. Ah, I'm yes, ready. I was wondering what would break first, your sanity or your commitment to this podcast. <laughs> well, Sandy left long ago. <laughs> and uh, let's, we're not even going to bring up my commitment to this podcast at this point. Well, that was you talking, so <laughs> it was really you asking us that question. How am I making you guys insane?
Uh, I don't know. We had to talk to Sherry a lot. That yeah, presenting fun. us with these scenarios to make us insane. Oh man! What came first, the chicken or the egg, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. 